0: Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm at Piskor. Fun, fun, fun video today. Before we uh, get into what may be the end of Cartoonist Kayfabe, a couple of announcements. We are traveling in October. You can catch me at the Jacksonville Public Library for their Comic and Zine Fest October 22nd. At the end of the month, October 28th through the 30th, we will be at Baltimore Comic Con, the great comic book convention and ed will be in tokyo comic-con with jeff darrow set up november 25th through the 27th so catch us on the road man whatever's closest to you it is kayfabe tober and we are about halfway through the month these are our drawing prompts you can find them on our social media and you can find a lot of the talented cartoonist kayfabe faithful out there that have been contributing to these things if you are one of those creatives please tag us uh, on Instagram or Twitter so that we can share some of these and so that everybody can find your great artwork out there. I have been loving watching everybody's drawings come in this this month. Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the comics that we make. My latest comics, Hulk, Grand Design, Monster, Madness are in shops now. The collection, the oversized treasury edition collection will be in stores early January 2023. You need to pre-order that now wherever you buy your comics and books. You can also pick up Street Angel, Deadly Girl Live. It's back in print from Image Comics after almost a year away from the shelves. So grab that one in time for Christmas. It'll be the perfect gift for any superhero fans or action comic fans in your life. Ed Piscor's Red Room, the Antisocial Network, and Trigger Warnings are both available now wherever you buy books or comics. These are completely self-contained and can be read in any order. So if your comic shop only has one or the other of these books, that's the perfect place to start. Pick that up the next time you hit your comic shop or order a copy online. So we've got a big one on our hands here today, Ed. It's the most stressful video we've ever shot. I'm a little bit bit nervous for this one. One of the uh, longtime cartoonist Kayfabe fans approached us this week in Columbus and delivered some brilliant books. And now, unfortunately, it's one copy of each. (laughs) What are we gonna do?
1: yeah man uh when we were promoting our travels that we were going to be going to uh columbus and he is responsible for several videos from cartoonist kayfabe the gorblimey what the fuck happened to barry windsor smith uh he sent us all all that material all those barry windsor smith gor- gorblimey prints we did chandler uh ourselves with our own like small copies we talked about like damn it would be nice to have the big one copy show up in triplicate you get a big Chandler, I get a big Chandler, Tom gets a big Chandler, and we were with people like Pitzer, Chris Pitzer, and Eric Reynolds, who, like, said they never saw a big Chandler. Yes. And this dude had at least four. Like, he's got, he's got yes. Chandler. He isn't, like, giving us his own shit. Uh, we were hoping to, to, to meet him, and we were joking, like, let's go to his studio, you know, like, let's see what, what kind of stuff he has, and uh, thankfully, and of course, dude showed up. With a heavy bag on his shoulders, and he was very relieved to like release that weight off of his shoulders. But I think I think uh, we're we're gonna look at thousands of dollars worth of comics here.
0: Yeah, this is the uh, there's a series of these books. There are four of them. We've looked at Steve Ditko and Wally Wood. This is from a Spanish art gallery, I believe and they do the greatest reproductions of original art. Beautiful books. This is one on Russ Heath. The fourth one is John Buscema. Um, these things go out of print and cost a lot of money in the aftermarket. Hard to get on your shelf if you miss them the first time around. Al Williamson, oversized Al Williamson, same kind of deal, like reproducing. Look at that. It's an artist edition. Just beautiful. So a lot of this stuff, we're not gonna go too in depth today. Cause it's all episodes. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And uh, man, Scott has great taste brought us underground you can see the variety of material that he has collected and assembled Rory Hayes we've done a video on one of my favorite cartoonists stop you know yeah Uh, so to see boogeyman comics yeah legendary and
1: these are anthologies but this is all Rory yeah the first one is all him absolutely amazing
0: Several comics journals. Uh, we've been talking about covering more comics journals, and um, look at what we've got here, man. It's,
1: it's all key guys, right? A Wally Wood uh retrospective, a Jack Kamen interview,
0: Barry Windsor
1: Smith. How about one of the great uh revelations at, at dinner yes. uh, with James Sturm at uh, at um, CXC when he revealed like he was sort of moving in some circles where like the Caymans own a town, basically, like, thanks to Dean Kamen's invent- inventions and shit, uh, met Jack Kamen and met, was it a cousin? I think it was his spouse. His wife? Uh, maybe
0: it was a cousin. A, a relative of Jack Kamen, though. Yes. And, uh, was it Gloria? I don't, I don't remember I'm going to drop name. her first name, but the revelation, the big story, World War II, there are a lot of dudes overseas uh, fighting, fighting in the war, and a lot of women filling gaps back home on the workforce. And I mean, that included drawing some comics and Cayman's cousin, man, we're butchering this story. She drew some Batmans, uh, you know, under, under pseudonyms, I suppose. Well, under Bob Kane. Like, that was right. the only name. Everybody. Know. And uh, I'd never heard that before. That's fascinating to me. I wonder what other comics were drawn by women during World War II. And if there's a uh, body of work out there,
1: scholars get on it Warren, I would love Warren, to know more Warren Bernard man yes that's that's the that's the next book to pursue absolutely Mignola interview how about that one man Frazetta interview I didn't even know this issue existed me, me neither man like what's the number on this one because we might we might be able to have that digitally so like that would be something to uncover uh, sooner than later early ish yeah Jack Kirby going uh, creator owned.
0: Will Eisner issue, and a comic book artist uh, flashback to nineteen seventies Marvel mania. Yeah, with a pretty cool Paul Gagliardi there on the cover.
1: Yeah, and this magazine has a has a very recent cr- uh, Crumb interview. Like he sent it, just like oh, you might want to read this. So like that just you know that's some other shit. We could uh, figure that out later. And what do we know about these? the double life of
0: private strong archie adventure comics and the fly archie adventure series
1: so silver age superheroes um it's crazy uh, it's, kirby it's kirby. Uh, simon i know simon takes over and that looks like simon kirby mm-hmm. but it's like you know 58 59 10 cent fucking kirby shits man amazing <laughs> it is they're in, they're in better shape than half of my uh collection from the last few
0: years my 90s collection
1: yeah yeah for sure so this is where the stress comes because there's one copy of each yeah i feel like scott is creating drama (laughs) he's sitting at home right now just kind of with an evil grin on his face and uh judging by the views of clicks on this video so are a lot of other people (laughs) (laughs) oh man
0: well hopefully we're gonna get through this we're gonna do this like gentlemen we we do have a coin here yeah i'm gonna flip it ed you call this one in midair and uh You'll decide who gets the first pick.
1: Are you ready? Yes. Heads. Heads it is. Oh, give me that Boogeyman 1 or else I will never hear the end of it. <laughs> oh, I will never hear I'm the so end jealous, of it. I'm so jealous, but
0: there was no way uh, we were going to get get all the all these goods. And I'm going to have to go with this beautiful Russ Heath collection. Um, but don't worry, Fabers, you will see most of this stuff in future videos.
1: Yeah, I'll grab this first fly.
0: We're doing all of this for you guys. And hey, this is so hard. Uh, this feels like a Sophie's Choice. How do you even see numbers on these things? I just...
1: I, just, I know this cover. Ah, uh, gotcha. I guess I'll take a Double Life of Private Strong. So I'll take another Private Strong. And I'll take a Fly. That's a good one. That was like we divvied up those Archie Adventure comics. Yeah. Um, I'll grab this Williamson. Yeah, that's a sweet piece.
0: All right. I guess I'm gonna go for a Boogeyman number two. I'll grab three. Now we're gonna get into some of the uh, splitting nits here. (laughs) I think I'm gonna do the Comics Journal with the Frazetta. I don't remember seeing this one, so
1: uh, some cool stuff in there from the looks of the cover. And I'll grab this uh, Barry Windsor
0: Smith one. I'm looking forward to digging into some of the uh, Barry Windsor Smith 90s interviews. I'm gonna go with Wally Wood, his life and art, hopefully an overview of his career with maybe some interview in there.
1: I'll grab this, this one, though. I might have it. I just don't know.
0: Yeah, some of these things I have seen from looking at digital files or, or looking through back issues, and uh, it, can be, it can be tough to, uh, to decide. You know what would be great with this issue? I think I have this. I may have had a subscription at this time, but any of these year-end reviews were my favorite issues of the comics journals around this time. I'm going to grab Will Eisner in his own words. Okay.
1: And I'll grab, I'll grab this. If you have it, then I have it um oh man
0: this 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 two, down to the last two and it's still not an easy choice yeah i'm gonna go for the comic book artist kung fu forever i like the 70s so uh yeah we'll give a different magazine a shot and who knows maybe these are future magazines to look into you know i love these kind of fan magazines and all of these supporting magazines so i'm open to doing more more episodes on some of these
1: magazines and this was such a stressful episode that, that like I had, I had to play some dirty pool i have this so you can take it <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear something horrible? I do, too. <laughs> Dude. See? This is going to be, this is like the early, the early splinters are, are, are showing there. Then, uh, then I'll just keep this because this is better condition than the one I have. Sounds the good. The one I have has a little wetness. We should cover this issue, though, as like a sign since we both
0: have it. It's a great issue. I bought this one off the newsstand, probably one of my very, not newsstand, but uh, comic book shop. Probably one of my first comics journals, maybe my first comics journal.
1: I, 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 uh, I didn't sleep very well last night because it was so important to get that first boogeyman leave that up leave that up for a second so so there's uh there would have been it would have been more like people would have had to like take their headphones off <laughs> just because I would never hear the end of it
0: I had to, uh, I wanted to keep this up because Diamond Buys Capital Complete News Coverage, Marvel Buys Distributor. These are the those oh, 90s, yeah. like that 90s collapse that we cover so much in Wizard Magazine. This is your comics journal uh, coverage of these major, major events. And, you know... You can see Diamond buying Capital is a huge one, because that's pretty much I think signals the end of like the uh, all the distributor collapsing. You know, Capital was the other, the number two distributor. So when Diamond buys them, it's kind of over. There's one game in town, but Marvel buys distributor. It looks like even the Comics Journal might not know how big of a deal that was at the very beginning. Like everybody, I think assumed. Marvel will figure out how to make this work and of course they did not. Right. So, uh it'd be fun to see some of this coverage. We've talked a lot about covering some of these incidents that that cross different magazines and seeing how the different magazines cover them. So, that may be one of those uh, 90s 90s moments to look at from a different
1: perspective. Just breaking K Fabe, uh we're recording on a Thursday and to um sort of deal with the schedule of shoot interview guy like next week we're going to have to record it on a tuesday so so there's more urgency to come up with episode fodder since there's less time in our week between recordings cuz usually it's, we have a good 7 days i feel like this is a the comics that we just looked at are pretty good starting place to figure out what our episodes will be in this forthcoming week man
0: yeah yeah there's quite a few episodes in this pile
1: the stress is over <clears throat>
0: fairly quick episode yeah I'm pretty happy with how that shook out to be honest I yeah. was also anticipating this and trying to figure it out and I think that our uh, this is like a sports draft yeah, I think yeah. our uh, our top two picks are the two you know like like by far to me those were the two to decide between. what, what, was, your, what I, was I went yours? with Russ Heath okay yeah, yeah and yeah. in my head had I won that coin toss I don't know how I would have how it would have shook out I might have gone with Russ Heath anyway that was a really tough like I did not have my number one pick figured out going into this draft yeah
1: yeah like that, it was it, tough it, it worked out like the sports commentators would have predicted the certain thing though uh the private strong's and the like that shit is probably like the most valuable in terms of like what people are trading. trade and so people who are watching this are probably like you know that private strong is a thousand dollars that fly but like we're just not in it for that it's not like these are ever going to get flipped uh if i just move these cameras around and you saw the studio uh it's very clear evidence that eddie p doesn't really like get rid of any comics so that's not the concern the rareness of this boogeyman one and never thinking that like but see maybe maybe that's one that we just give a little show to and we did a rory hayes video. we did and i would highly recommend it i mean I, he's one of my favorite cartoonists as i said at the top but now that we have the individuals like this this is a episode unto itself you know and you could pull out your de- where demented wented or whatever and then I could use this.
0: Such a unique cartoonist. Yeah. You know, you can see it just from that splash page, the different kind of approaches to lettering. Like, the guy was unique. I mean, this is somebody who would have been a peer of the Crumbs and the Deeches, and and, and he was in San
1: Francisco with the underground artists, so to do work like this, pretty unique stuff. Yeah, he was an employee of the San Francisco comic book company, which which was just a comic shop. He was an employee, liked comics, and Gary Arlington the guy who ran that shop like realized that this kid that was working for him has has some pretty sound chops and and Rory Hayes freaked out the other underground artists like they were disturbed by Rory Hayes work Uh, the very first time and place that so many of us would have ever heard of Rory Hayes is understanding comics when Scott McCloud is breaking down line and subject matter and the different approaches that people make to panels. There's like a singular, probably from this book, like we could probably fi- find the image, uh, in, in, a drawing that, that Rory Hayes did that, that that's in there. So that's like where the name and then when when McLeod does the the pyramid, like he's so closer to like <laughs> Mary Fleener cubism than like Drew Friedman realistic. You know, it would be something close to this. It's not quite this image, but... Just nightmarish stuff. Yeah. You know, he has this character that is literally a teddy bear. Right. And this is the kind
0: of stuff that he goes through. Yeah, it's it's incredible. And I uh, highly encourage people to go check out that that episode because we do cover quite a bit of his cartooning. You know, there's not a ton out there. He died very, very young. Uh, as, a re- as a result, most of it has been reprinted yeah. in a couple places. So we do cover... It's
1: still very rare and uh that and i would call that a macro video but i it would be cool to do a micro where we actually get into the nuts and bolts of of boogeyman one like you have this reprinted it's
0: very inventive too you know like you can see him going through like a panel you can read that like it's amazing cartoonist really exceptional cartoonist and that's
1: that's that's a great artifact in my world shouts to uh scott strong thank you scott for providing uh yet another singular episode for hooking us up we at this point we're custodians yes Uh, you know we're just hanging on to this stuff like our comics are everybody's comics because we fucking make videos we often talk about uh you know what cartoonist kayfabe is and sometimes you see a variety of different cartoonists next to each other i feel like rory hayes next to hellboy perfect fit it's so amazing too because when we interviewed Mignola, he's talking about going to Bob Beerbaum's store and seeing undergrounds and sh- like shit like that the first time. Like he was seeing this kind of stuff. Yeah. I digress. We digress. We could filibuster all day. You know who we are, and we, you know we love talking comics. But we better get out of here, man. The stress is over. We have uh, more more vids to prepare for. Kayfabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell, we'll notify you when new vids are available. Jimmy, what's out there?
0: Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive is back in print after almost a year. Eight complete full color stories from Image Comics, pick that up next time you hit your comic shop and hulk grand design monster madness both of these issues are out and available wherever you buy comics and coming in january will be the treasury size bigger than this printout version of the uh, hulk grand design book it'll look great on your shelf next to x-men and fantastic four grand design it's the best book that i've done so far so pre-order that when the next time you hit your comic shop and join me on patreon.com jimrug where you can see a lot more of my comics
1: and art red room trigger warnings and red room the anti-social network are on stands as we speak murder on the dark web for fun and profit is the name of the game thank you guys so much for supporting these books in the ways that you've been it's such a such a privilege uh each issue and each book is completely self-contained the books have about 60 70 pages of extra stuff that is not in uh the single issues and i'm serializing new issues of uh red room on my patreon i put out a couple pages a week and uh, $3 will get you the archive, which is more than 300 pages worth of stuff as we speak. Been, been running that Patreon every Tuesday for about four four years at this point, Three years at this point. Uh, hit up my link tree in the description below. And you could get to uh, these destinations to scoop up the comics. Jimmy, what else do we have out there, man? Subscribe to the Cartoonist
0: Fabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kfabe t-shirts, merchandise, hats,
1: mugs, all kinds of good stuff at our spread shop also at the links below this video. It's another great way to support the Cartoonist Kfabe channel, given those marching orders will be on our way. Read more comics.